Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Click On This podcast. Did you see what I did there? Anyways, Click On This is a podcast by Red X Digital, which is a brand new digital marketing company in Brisbane, Australia. My name is Zoe Shepard, and I'm a content creator and social media coordinator for Red X Digital. Uh, And I'm going to be your host for today's episode. This podcast is all about making digital marketing accessible for any kind of business from any kind of industry. We're all about working with uh, B2B companies who maybe aren't sure how to effectively use LinkedIn to drive their conversions yet, or companies that have been using print media for a really long time and they're just not sure how to maybe translate that over onto their website. So we're hoping that from whatever you can find in this podcast, you find something relatable and useful that can add value to you and your business. Anyway, today's episode is about social proof, which is a really fascinating phenomenon to me, actually. And I sat down with Luke Chapman, who is our digital operations manager here at Red X, because he has so much knowledge on this topic and it's something that both of us find interesting. So I hope as you're listening, you get a bit of insight into what this actually is and maybe learn how you can use social proof in your business to help drive your conversions and sales. All right, on with the episode. Okay, so. Hi everyone, we're here with Luke Chapman at the Red X Digital Office in Brisbane, Australia. And we're gonna be talking about social proof today. So, first of all, Luke, what is social proof? So, well, social proof. Um, the best way to explain it. Have you ever been looking to buy a new TV or something like that? Have yes. you ever bought a, a TV? Or yes. I think you bought a fridge recently, right? I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Part of moving house. Um, mm. So, okay, so what was your process when you went to buy a new fridge? Uh, I looked online to see which ones were the best in terms of like energy rating and size and things like that. Okay, cool. Yep. So did you see any reviews or anything like that? Yeah. Do you think they factored into your decision? Definitely. Because I like seeing that real people like the thing that I might get. You want people to ooh and ah at your fridge. Yes, I do. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, like I've bought a new TV, um, a little while ago now, but, um, you know, I went in store when I was in the early phases of looking and kind of had a look, which TVs look cool. Um, you know, maybe you have a preference for a certain brand or something the salesperson will come over and you might ask some questions about the, the product. Um, but a lot of people, myself included, will then go and look up reviews online. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because... Well, why would you trust just the word of the person that's trying to sell you something to get commission out of it? Like, that's how they make their money, right? So they're going to be a bit biased. So I think a lot of people um, want some kind of independent third-party information to to help in making that decision. Um, So that's kind of one example of social proof. It's really just um, mirroring people's behavior and and believing that the wisdom of the crowd, I guess, is... um, that you know put together they'll know something that you don't um and they'll be more of an expert at something so it's kind of like if 
everyone on Instagram that you're friends with is wearing one brand of clothing, you're kind of like, oh, I should probably get that brand of clothing. Yeah, my partner was, uh, we, we were in a shop the other day um, and she saw some shoes and she's like, oh, I see everyone on Instagram wearing these. Do you think I should get some? And I was like, wow, are you serious? That's like influencer marketing at yes. work right there. Of course, I look at everything with my marketing hat on. But um, yeah, that's that was like a perfect example of social proof yeah. in action. Um, psychological. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a pretty well studied thing, and um, you know, I mean, we maybe most of us don't like to admit that sometimes we're a bit like sheep and mm-hmm. <laughs> following each other. Um, but the fact is, it's yeah, it's it's really well studied, and um, yeah. So we're here with a quick aside. Um, yeah, there are heaps of studies on this topic. And actually in 2015, uh, the global marketing firm Mintel did an American Lifestyles report, which showed that about 70% of consumers rely on online reviews before making a purchase. Um, also, according to this report, the younger the consumer, the more likely they are to rely on online reviews. Um, about 81% of the respondents of the survey said that they were millennials. Um, and what I find really crazy, and probably also I'm guilty of this, which I really gotta check myself, um, but 54% of respondents said that they would try a product recommended by someone they knew, even if it had a negative review. Like, if that person had reviewed it negatively, they would still want to try it just because that person had tried it, I guess. Anyway, this is this is really interesting. Okay, bye. I was just thinking of a, a story. Um, I got off a plane once in um, KL in Kuala Lumpur, and I was somehow the first one off the plane, and I'd never been to the airport there before. Got off the plane, and everything kind of looked the same. I wasn't sure which way to go. Anyway, I turned right out of the plane, started walking down, and then realized it was a dead end. So I, had, I turned around, and as soon as I turned around, there were like 200 people following me to this dead end, <laughs> and they just assumed that I knew where I was going. So, um, you know, that's <laughs> maybe digressing a little bit from, from what we're talking about. But it's kind it of right, though. Like, it's it's yeah. kind of about how psychologically, I guess, we really want to fit in because that's safe, you know, to stay stay with the herd. Yeah, and everyone kind of thinks everyone else is an expert or that, you know, surely these other 200 people know what they're doing, exactly. right? Exactly, <laughs> like, I don't want to buy a fridge that's going to blow up. If everyone else isn't saying that it's blowing up, then maybe it doesn't blow up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, yeah, you want some sort of independent proof, I guess. Um, you might even ask, um, <laughs> I have a lot of people come to me because I'm the nerdy tech guy, I guess, <laughs> in, in my group of... Uh, of friends and family and stuff so I get calls or people ask me all the time about you know oh what's a good tv to buy or computer to buy or whatever because they th- they think that I'm uh, more of an expert than they are I guess and so that I can provide some unbiased mm. advice and that's really just converting that to an online um, situation is, is what we're talking about yeah. so there's lots of different ways to do it online that'll help you boost um, conversion rates. So of the people coming to your website or your social media platforms or interacting with your emails, um, how do you get more of them to end up becoming customers? Mm. Um, just as an example, I mentioned there are like plenty of studies on social proof. Um, probably the first one was way back in 1936. There was a guy called um, Muzaffar Sharaf. Mm. I probably butchered his name <laughs> there. But basically, he, he put people, um, he put um, these willing test subjects, I guess, into a dark room and got them to observe a blinking light. And I don't know if you've ever noticed, um, if you're listening to this at nighttime and you've got a digital clock around, maybe you'll notice. Um, but 
blinking lights and little lights like that in a completely dark environment can look like they move a little bit, yeah. um, even if they're stationary. So he guessed, uh, sorry, he, he asked um, the people to guess how far they thought the light was moving. You know, was it moving a centimetre, a couple of inches? Um, and he asked the first group um, each by themselves to, to guess, you know, how far it moved. And then he asked the same question again, but this time they were surrounded by a group of other participants. Um, and he found that they changed their initial answers once they were in that group setting. So across the board, people changed the number to be closer to what everyone else in the group had guessed. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of people have replicated that experiment in different ways. But yeah, like I said, we might not like to admit it, but sometimes we are just sheep and following the herd. Yeah. Um, so yeah, reviews is something you've already mentioned. Um, obviously, there's plenty of review sites out there. Um, Google itself shows reviews, depending what industry you're in. There's things like Yelp, um, which is huge in the US. It's not as big here in Australia. Um, there's... TripAdvisor. Yeah, exactly. TripAdvisor for, for the travel industry type stuff. Um, there's high pages, home improvement pages yeah. for um, like hiring tradies and things like that. So have a bit, you know, you might want to do a bit of research to see what review sites are around in your industry. Um, but keep an eye on those because, yes, they can be um, a place where people are looking. Um, so you might want to engage some of your previous customers to, to leave feedback for you um, because other people, like potentially customers, will be looking there before they even contact you. Um, so that can be one example, and it's probably the one that jumps to mind. Mm. First of all, when you think social proof, you think, okay, reviews, reviews that people are leaving. And just on that, if you are a business owner and you want your customers or clients to leave reviews, how do you think is the best way to get them to do that? Yeah, so there's all sorts of different ways, and, and people probably have different opinions on it. Um, I would say don't go and buy reviews. Um, it's against the terms of most review sites. Um, how, whether they would know or not, I don't know. But um, I think just genuine, honest reviews from people are great. In terms of how to get that, once you've delivered your product or service, just follow up with them. I feel like that's an important thing to do as a business anyway, is just yeah. to follow up with them, A, to make sure that they're happy with that product or service, and B, to provide some feedback. Um, if you do that in person, great. Um, if you want to scale it and you know, maybe you're, you're an e-commerce store or something like that with thousands of customers, um, you can't obviously call every one of them. Yeah. Um, but I would certainly include in your email, hey, you know, we'd love to hear your feedback. Please let us know if there's any problems. Um, if you had a great experience, we'd love if you could click here and share your feedback um, with other customers as well. Yeah. And just link, I would say only link to one particular review site. Um, you might want to change it over time, but yep. you know, just pick Google or just pick Facebook or just pick uh, Yelp or whatever it is. Because if you go, hey, please leave us a review on one of these sites and then link them to five different ones, there's too much choice, too much decision making, and it's easier for them not to pick any. Yeah, I've definitely had that happen yeah. to me before. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's sort of don't give too many choices. I would say just one. Just focus on one, and when you've yeah. got a few reviews on there, you might want to change it to a different link. Um, but yeah, honestly, just just asking the question afterwards. Um, and it's a great tool for your business as well because it gives an opportunity to close that feedback loop um, so they can give you any feedback, good or bad. Um, and you will get some bad feedback. Um, if it comes directly to you and you can fix it before they leave a review, mm. that's awesome. Um, but at the end of the day, you may end up getting some 
you know, unhappy customers leave reviews for you. Um, hopefully, if your business is doing the right thing, then the good reviews will well outnumber the bad. Um, you know, you, you can't always get a hundred percent score on everything. Yeah. Um, but certainly, if you can get eight out of ten people to to leave really positive reviews, um, then that's that's awesome. I think sometimes that can be even better because I, I feel like if I see a business that I'm thinking about using online and they have like five star review. And especially when there's only like 12 reviewers or something like that, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe just your employees have all gone and done this because you've asked them to or something yeah. like that. Instead of like maybe like a 4.5 rating, but there's lots more reviews from a diverse group of people that I'm more likely to actually trust that brand, even though their rating is lower. Yeah, exactly. It some of, Sometimes they can really stick out that yeah. they're quite fake. Yeah. And you go, oh, maybe you were paid $50 yeah. or a, you know, given a gift voucher or something to leave a, a positive review. I feel like you can tell the genuine ones from the ones that are solicited. And yeah, if someone's got a lot of reviews and maybe there's a few bad ones in there, but the majority are good, I think it just lends a bit of credibility to it that, yeah, like, you know, some people are going to have a bad experience. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean the company's bad. It's yeah. just a reflection of reality, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in talking about people leaving good and bad reviews, um, I do a lot of online shopping <laughs> myself. Um so Amazon is uh, is probably, I guess, the world's biggest online retailer. Um, and I think thinking of Amazon, the first thing you think of in terms of social proof is those reviews. Yeah. But have you ever used Amazon or been onto the Amazon website? I've been website? on Amazon, yeah. Yeah. So that. if you're looking at a product page on Amazon, can you think of any of the other um, social proof other than reviews that are on there? Um, there's the ratings. It's kind of tied yep. into reviews. Yeah, so they give you a nice summary um, kind of average star rating, mm. um, which is a good way to, yeah, if there's only one or two reviews, sure, you might read them, but um, the star rating can be an important thing as well. So you go, oh, it's had a 1,000 people rate it, um, and it gets four and a half stars out of five. Yeah. Um, so you know that's a pretty quality product. Yeah. Um, there's also, so in the customer reviews section the, it, itself on Amazon, um, what I really like is there's little orange text next to the names of people that have left reviews where it's a verified purchase. Mm -hmm. So Amazon knows they've actually bought that product, therefore yeah. they're verifying that, yes, this is a real review from someone that owns the product, right. as opposed to someone that you know has just been employed by the company to go on and write fake reviews yeah um so that kind of adds a little bit of credibility to it there's also the uh, like the ranking like when you go maybe to buy a book on amazon i've done before where you will say like best selling in its category and yeah exactly yeah. yeah and that's the kind of thing if you see oh this is the number one tv going back to the tv example yeah um you know this is the number one or number two tv in the whole um, TV's category, mm. you go, oh, so many people have rated this TV. Um, it's really popular and it's getting really great reviews. It must be good. Um, so, yeah, those rankings within the category um, can be really powerful as well. Yeah. Um, and people are able to leave images um, in their reviews too. So oh, cool. if the product doesn't quite match what they're expecting um, or it does, I mean, people just leave the, leave the photos. So mm. you can go and see, oh, what does it look like versus the actual product shots, which were yeah. clearly done in a studio somewhere? Like the the when you get a Big Mac versus when you yeah. see the photo of the Big Mac in the ad. Yes, those um, don't always live up to the expectation. I yeah. think um, they also incentivize 
Um, I guess they incentivize you to add more things to your cart, but one thing they do is a bit more social proof on Amazon. Um, there's a couple of headings. One is items that are frequently bought together. So you might be looking at the TV. I'm really, I'm really hammering on this yeah, TV you thing. Yeah, really want a TV. I really want a new <laughs> TV. <laughs> um, but say you're looking at a TV and you go, uh, it might say um, other people bought these items together and it'll have a speaker system, you know, like a sound bar, or it might have some cables to plug mm-hmm. in the TV, or it might have a... Um, a Google Home or something mm. like you know that you a can friends connect. Box set. Yeah, a, friend, a friends <laughs> box set. I was actually going to say DVDs, a DVD player. I'm like, no one uses yeah. DVDs anymore. <laughs> and Amazon Fire TV. There we go. Yes. Um, so yeah, it kind of it's saying, hey, other people bought this stuff, so you know you want to be cool and you want to get this other stuff yeah. that other people have bought because they know what they're doing. Totally. Um, and the other thing is, um, what items do customers buy after viewing this item? Mm. So you might be looking at a friend's box set, and people actually buy scrubs instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Superman. Um, so yeah, those are all kind of social proof because they're showing you how other people are interacting, interacting what their behavior is, and then um, grouping that together, you go, okay, well, this is what everyone else is doing, so maybe that's a good sign that that's the best thing to do. Mm, cool. So that's just Amazon, which, um, as you can tell, I've been on quite a lot yeah. recently. <laughs> may or may not have been looking at TVs. TVs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I can think of a whole lot of other social proof that I think a lot of people have probably seen on websites around the place, um, but maybe haven't really thought about it too much. But the thing is, when people are browsing your site, um, these are some things to consider, I guess, putting on your website um, or social media or you know, email marketing, email signatures, whatever. So these are all things that can add up to, to kind of give a bit of um, independent, unbiased um, comment. I guess. Um, so I don't know if you've ever been, it's pretty common on e-commerce stores these days, but there'll be a little um, toast pop-up menu um, or pop-up notification that says, hey, someone in Port Macquarie just bought this box set of yeah. friends yeah. six minutes ago. Okay, editing's away here. I'm sorry, I'll stop. Um, I won't call out any particular website names here, but <laughs> um, I know of a few of them actually that are fake um just to create or try and create social proof i've always wondered that yeah Yeah. um there's some websites that are are busy and yes they do sell products every couple of minutes yeah um and there are some that you know clearly no one's ever bought anything from but yet they keep popping up all the time going oh someone just bought this oh someone just bought this um so be careful how you do that i would i mean i'm I'm always about sticking to to honesty um so yeah, I guess uh, you can detect people's location. There's lots of plugins you can use for things like um, Shopify if you're running an e-commerce store through Shopify or if your website's through um, a content management system like WordPress. Um, there's lots of plugins you can use to do all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you know, someone just bought this or just booked a room um, you know, on a hotel site. Um, you might see booking.com as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, you might see when you're looking at a... A hotel on there, it'll say, oh, this this um, hotel's been booked 17 times in the last 24 yeah, hours. You can see that sense of urgency as well. Like, oh, if yeah. I don't get this room, someone else is going to get it because yeah. so many people have been on Oh, here there's today. only one room left. Yeah. And then you book it and go back and it's still, still available. Still available. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, or you see the ones that say, oh, four other people are looking at this item right now. Yeah. Um, it kind of creates, even though you might be at home in your pajamas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the couch with your laptop <laughs> um, or on your phone, it kind of creates that crowd yeah, mentality. Yeah, suddenly you're on a battlefield and you're all trying <laughs> to get this one yeah, TV. Who can, who can click the <laughs> fastest, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, other, other things you might want to highlight on your website um, that are pretty they're pretty commonly used when you think about it, but they all do help um, to instill confidence in people looking at your brand if they haven't, if they don't know much about your brand, um, is if you've got any media mentions, so you might see websites that say, as mentioned in the Today Show, or mm. Sunrise, or um, you know the newspaper, like Wall Street Journal, or something yeah. like that. So if you've had any media mentions in the past, which a lot of businesses have, mm. um, but putting those logos and things on your website can um, instill confidence and, mm. and provide a bit of social proof um, also any awards so um, we can probably do a whole show on awards but yeah. um, I think that's something that can be worth um, pursuing just entering different awards in your industry um, because if you do get you know a, a win or an honorable mention or something there um, that's a really great thing to, to add on your email signature or your website to to show that hey you're actually a leader in your field mm. um, so yeah awards um, and of course, case studies and testimonials. Now, that's something that a lot of people do already have on their website, yeah. but it, it's something I think can be done better um, by a lot of people. So, if it's just a bunch of text that says, "Hey, these guys did a really good job," Frank from Sydney. Mm. Like, I don't know who Frank from Sydney yeah. <laughs> is. So, how do I know that you just didn't write that? Um, so, to add a little bit more credence to it, um, what you can do is, I would suggest and. It can be hard to get approval in some cases, um, particularly in some industries that deal with private information a bit more. Um, but if you can get real names of people, um, positions, uh, you know, I got, this is Frank Smith, the account manager at KPMG or whatever, um, and put the company logo there, especially if it's a, a well-known company. Yeah. Um, it's kind of using social proof in in saying that well a well-respected established company is dealing with these guys mm. and they have positive you know comments about that company so there must yeah. be a great comp company and use photos as well so there's um i'm all i'm all for uh, looking at a good scientific journal and um and studies so we can link to it in the show notes i guess but um, there was a paper published in Psychonomic Bulletin and Review, which um, it, it did a study showing celebrities to people with statements that they had, I guess, made up. But, um, you know, it would have a statement and it's like, okay, Drew Barrymore said this and people had to rate whether that statement was true or false. Right. Um, and what they did, they then showed another group um, the same statements, but with photos of the celebrities right. um, alongside it. And the ones, especially for the less well-known, like the unfamiliar mm. celebrity names, once they had a photo next to them and you could see it was a real person, people actually judged those claims to be true more wow. often when they showed a photo compared to just the text. Yeah. Um, which I, I don't know, I find that really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, absolutely. Use real names, use photos, see if you can get the position and the, and the company logo. Um, all of that stuff just helps to make it seem a bit more real. And even if you can get videos of them physically saying 
the content yeah, they absolutely. have that's yep. like total proof. And you can repurpose that in so many ways yeah. too if you do get the video content. I know we hammer on about that yeah. a lot, but <laughs> you know, you can turn a video into uh, you know, a test a written testimonial, you a can do podcast. a podcast <laughs> like this one right here. <laughs> Um, just quickly as well, I mean, you can, any professional certifications, if you've got any industry um, certs or anything like that, um, absolutely put those on there as well. Any endorsements or influencer marketing is a great one. Again, we can probably do a whole episode mm-hmm. on influencer marketing. And is that kind of similar to the celebrity testimonials, do you think? Um yeah, so I, I didn't mean to, to get testimonials from celebrities necessarily, right. but um, that was just the um, the study that they did was using celebrity right. faces. Yeah. Um, although, hey, if you know a celebrity and can get them to give you a review, totally. that would be absolutely worth it. Great social proof. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, if you if you can get in touch with somebody that within a certain niche or, or industry um, has some connections and influence within that that area um, if they give you an endorsement um, that's really great and you should use that um, totally Um, any facts and figures I guess as well can be really really helpful so maybe you've got a number of so I used to work for uh, a car rental company where you could book online and we'd done over two million um, bookings Mm. so we had that figure on our homepage. Mm. it was like hey over two two million um, bookings successfully completed on this website yeah and so people go hey well they've done two million so they they must be doing something right yeah um so if you yeah if you've got number of sales or bookings or or something like that if it's a a, an impressive number Mm. uh, you can use that or just a list of any clients that you've got there's a lot of particularly software companies love to use this so um, logos of big important companies that are using their software Um, if you've got yeah well-known clients and can put their logos there and say hey we've worked with these companies and then have a list of the logos um, yeah that's another thing so those are all things that you can kind of put on your homepage or your website somewhere um, fairly easily they're all pretty yeah, pretty easy to do, I guess. Yeah. Um, apart from websites, some other places that you may have seen social proof, um, Facebook ads um, or just Facebook posts and things in general, um, if you're connected to other people on there and they like something. So let's say um, you like you and I both like the Red X Digital Facebook page. Yeah. If we were then to go and run some Facebook ads for Red X Digital, yeah. anyone that's connected to us on to, to you or I individually on Facebook, um, if they see that ad above the ad, it says Zoe, Luke, and mm-hmm. ten other friends like Red X Digital. Of course, yes. And so it kind of um, goes, well, hey, people that you are already connected to and already trust like this page so it's not just an ad but it's actually putting some social proof behind that ad as well thanks facebook yeah thanks facebook (laughs) (laughs) um and on on the social uh social media side of things you've probably seen um articles with share counts on them so it'll say like oh 100 people have shared this on facebook Um, yeah again another example of social proof yeah um or companies that have like a twitter feed showing mentions of them on Twitter. Um, yeah. Usually they're moderated, so they're not mm. an actual live feed because if something blows up um, in a negative fashion, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you can end up with a bunch of negative feedback, but you can kind of cherry pick 
um, you know, here's what people are saying about us on Twitter if they are talking about you on Twitter, um, and pick some of the best ones and yeah, put them on your your homepage. Um, That's such a great way to kind of the c- confirm the legitimacy of of what you're buying as well because Twitter is such a real time, real world kind of platform. Like yeah, um, you know, people don't tweet unless it's something that's quite personal. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think both, yeah, with, with social media and with review sites and things like that, um, people don't hold back. Especially, yeah. You know, like on the internet, everyone feels like they're anonymous and invincible mm. and they will, if they're not happy about something, they will, tell you. They will definitely <laughs> tell you. Yeah. So, um, and that's probably why people put a lot of trust in reviews yeah. and, and social media um, when they're looking at um, products and services and, and businesses. Um, because yeah, if someone has a bad time, they will tell you about it. Yeah. yeah. So with social media and Google reviews and maybe e-commerce and other websites like that, um, how do all of those things work together to help you with SEO and things like that? Does it because it's on multiple platforms? Does that kind of help with linking? Yeah, it can do. Um, so all of those. You, first of all, you should go and have a look for all those review sites. Um, just general ones like Google and Facebook, but also the industry ones. Um, if there's any that you can find in your industry or your area, there can be um, location-based mm. review services as well. But go to those and you can usually claim your business page or your business listing, um, which means you can put in there your logo and photo and business information. But one of the things you can put there is a link to your website. So mm. you can put in your official your URL there for your website. Without getting too technical into the SEO side of things, um, they may or may not count. Um, right. Some websites will put a, a tag on there that says no follow, which means Google doesn't count mm-hmm. it. Um, but in saying that, um, it can actually drive people to your website just by clicking on it as well. So yeah. um, definitely do that. Um, so go and claim your listings at all the review sites. Make sure your website address is on there. Yeah. Um, your phone number as well, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that can that can help with building links and also yeah, driving traffic to your website as well. Yeah. So if you've got uh, all your customers leaving reviews, whether they're positive or negative, um, and you're asking them continuously, when will you start actually seeing the results of social proof and having more customers come to you because of those reviews? Yeah, so I guess it's not going to necessarily drive people. If you suddenly have um, 100 reviews left on a site, you're not, you know, your phone's not going to start ringing and yeah. you're not going to get orders straight away because um, people generally would have to seek out those reviews um, to look at them. So you, it, it's just part of, um, it kind of comes further down the the buying cycle, I guess. Yeah. Um, so you still need to drive people into the top of your your funnel um, and once they're aware of your product um, and they're in that consideration phase mm. that's when they start to compare services and they might be looking at um, your product versus a competitor's product um, and then look at reviews and the reviews might be like if they're a similar product at a similar price point um, then reviews can be a, a massive deciding factor yeah. um, if, if one company either has bad reviews or they just don't have many reviews available and you've got um, a whole heap of reviews and most of them are quite positive mm. that can really push people um, in the direction of your your business yeah um, so that's where yeah it's not necessarily going to be driving traffic to you but once you get that traffic coming in it will help them make an easier decision to to go with you totally well thank you Luke um, it's been great to talk about social proof and I'm sure we've touched on a lot of 
uh, topics for future episodes as well. Yep, I'm sure we can talk about uh, influencer marketing yes. and, and, and social media and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And let us know if you get that TV that you want. Uh, one day I'll be allowed to buy that TV. <laughs> we'll have to find room for it. Of course. Um, but yeah, if you've got any questions or comments about social proof, um, any great examples that you've seen, I'd love love you to share those as well. Um, but yeah, leave your comments. Um, you can get in touch with us on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, we're on all of those as RedX Digital, or you can just go to redxdigital.com to find all those links as well. Yep, you can contact us through our website or um, social media and we're more than happy to answer your questions. Thanks. See you next time. Well, there you have it, folks. The very first episode of the Click On This podcast. I don't know why I keep saying the. It's just Click On This. The very first episode of Click On This. It's the first episode. I'm allowed to make mistakes. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed our episode on social proof today. We're going to be right back with another episode in a week or so about the daunting beast that is Google My Business. And if any of you have tried to start an online business, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. There are just so many facets to it. So I'll be joined with Luke yet again, and also Lachlan Kirkwood, another Red X fellow team member. Uh, to talk about that um so if you do have any questions that you want to have answered in that next episode feel free to get in touch with us on social media as mentioned we are red x digital on facebook linkedin twitter and instagram um yeah i don't know how did we do also tell us how we did i'm very interested um (laughs) also i just want to apologize really quickly um i'm on the seventh floor of a building right now and yet you can still hear like jackhammers and stuff so i'm really sorry about that but that's just the way the cookie crumbles isn't it this is just the podcast game you know when you get in the podcast game you just get to deal with stuff like this okay i gotta go uh i've been zoe shepherd thank you so much for tuning in and i'll talk to you next time bye